Hi, welcome to Inspire a Parent's Journey podcast. On this episode today, we are going to be joined by two phenomenal moms who um, we're going to be discussing the Moms Balancing Act and, and what that looks like, does it exist? So today I'm being joined by Ashley Verdon and Elon Jacobs. Welcome, ladies. Hi. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. No problem. Thank you for, yeah. So parents, let's do this. We're going to jump right in, ladies. I want to hear what your number one self-care tip is or the number one thing you do for yourself that you encourage other moms to do. You want to go first, Eli? Um, I would say for me, I make time to try new oh, things. Oh, sure. I'll go first. <laughs> Don't fight now. <laughs> it, it, my end was um, lagging, so I didn't know. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I can go ahead. I know for me, I just make time to like to do stuff that I like. And here lately, it's been trying new hobbies, trying new foods. Um, and I'm really selfish about that. Like I started taking up saxophone lessons. Um, I also started working out and I'm really selfish with that time. Um, and I'm, I make it like a, a whole thing to where I'm not forgetting that I am still a, a woman, a person, and, you know, meeting my needs as much as much as I am being a mother. Elon, you there? There you go. <laughs> what you got? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. I would say for me, um, just making sure that you, kind of similar, prioritize time for yourself. And just because your child needs something doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do it. They think it's a need, but it's really a want. So... (laughs) Go sit down. You're okay. I'll do it when I have time. If I'm doing something, if I'm having me time, leave me alone. And you'll be fine. And we can get to what you want to do later. Because right now, this right. is what I need. Right. And I know for me, um, you guys are a big part of that. You know, having that friend circle mm-hmm. around you that reminds you. Um, you know, CJ, you a uh, little wired girlfriend. Let's go have a cocktail or, you know, um, I know you've been a part of this water challenge lately, you know, where are you at with that? Or um, even with launching the podcast, what's going on? You know, you got content, where can I find it at? And it just helps, you know, fuel me. So I think having a circle around you that is really invested in you um, is also a part of of self-care. And we have really cultivated this um, small village, this this small community, you know, amongst several of our friends 
through the pandemic and, you know, through 2021. And I'm just really excited going into 2022 um, with the new little people on the way and um, newlyweds in the group and just really seeing um, where we go. And so with that, I'd like to hear from both of you about the courage that it took for you to launch your own businesses. Um, I know, Ashley, you're in a totally different um, space than Elon, and my world's kind of crossover um, into what both of you guys are doing. But I know for me, um, it's really important for parents out there to hear that it's not an easy thing um, to step out there and, and do your own thing. So um, what was your source? What, what keeps you going? So you really just um, covered a lot of like what, like you said, my village. Um, without y'all, I never would have had the courage to to realize the worth in the work that I'm doing and the business that I'm trying to, you know, that I've launched. Um, so I really lean on to you all a lot. Um, and I kind of really had to because there was no other job or anything else out here that met the needs, met my needs and value right. that aligned with my values. So um, creating education freestyle was just everything that I needed, not only professionally, but just as a mother um, trying to navigate this school systems here in the city. Sure. Yeah. Um, and also adding to that, we became each other's accountability, you know, so is your website up? Um, have you met with such and such? Um, do you know who such and such is? You know, hey, um, give me an introduction to, you know, such and such, which is all a part of um, that that courage, you know, that reminding each other that accountability is, is, is so important. Elon is, is really good. Um, about that too. So when we we have our time, we always catch up socially. But then she'll say, "So when's the conference again?" Or um, she said, "Can you come and host? You know, such and such. You know, for us." And so always being a part of putting me out there. So um, Elon, you're extremely creative and always have fifty <laughs> different avenues going. So where do you find that that courage, that support to launch all your launching <laughs> um i think it's just more so like i don't want to a big part of it for me is i don't want to look back and regret not trying mm -hmm. um i would rather try something and it fail and i at least learn from it than to just not do it at all because I was scared to do it. So I think that's a big motivator for me is I don't want to have any regrets, especially I feel like, you know, with going through at the time when I was first getting into aesthetics, for example, um, you know, I was going through a divorce and I had a lot going on and I felt like, you know, there were things I had regretted steps I had taken and so I was just decided I don't I don't want to have that issue anymore going forward like from now on like there's 
there's no regrets with whatever I do. So, and at that time I was really building my faith also. And so I think that that played a big role in it too, just really like leaning in and like, okay, Lord, take the wheel. (laughs) (laughs) And being okay with saying that. And, Mm. you know, I think, well, I don't think I know for me a huge part of that courage, you know, like I said, was you guys, but also um, my husband um, always being in my corner and pushing and encouraging me uh, when those those negative voices creep in, which we all know is a lot easier to listen to um, than the other people and saying, you can do it or, you know, you should really be doing, you know, such and such. And you have, you know, this in the back of your mind. So you definitely have to have other people, you know, that, that hold you down. And if it's not a partner, your village, your, your crew, your girls, you know, um, whatever to, to kind of get you through that. So to that point, um, I'm going to say this with confidence. We all have had opportunities that went south. So, how do you handle or what do you do when, Elon, you have created this shade of lipstick for your cosmetics line that you think is fabulous? It looks amazing on you and it goes out into the market and they're like, yeah, not so much. Or, you know, Ashley, you took a step out there and, you know, the educational choice space and had a setback and, and came back, you know, with another new idea of your own. So, when we get to those places, you know, where do you dig down in to come back? I'm just really something that's been, um, that I've been thinking about since your last comment, I'm thankful for the spaces that we've created, um, that allow us to like really just show up and be ourselves and be, completely transparent and vulnerable um without those spaces um all these failed experiences not only like professionally um i i probably <laughs> i would be living under a rock somewhere um after everything i've been through but being able to like girl being yeah. able to amen crying you know and i'm just like without um those real moments of just being able to just be me and express how I really feel. Um, I would not be here today. And then now, just now that I've made it through a lot of my like hearts, hardships with um, different businesses, um, projects going south, um, I remind myself, you know, if anything, cause we, that's a part of life is, you know, if you're not failing, then you're not out here living up to your full potential. But I try to tell myself that there's always life after this. And I try to, um, you know, keep that in mind and just keep shoot, failing forward if I need to. Like, right. We gonna, I'm figure it out one of these days. Right. I'm going to figure it out and then y'all can come help me. That's Bring it. Me. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> <That's> a lot. <laughs> what about you, Eli? Um, I would definitely agree with having the right people around you, you know, just to sometimes hear you out when you need to vent. Um, Also, 
agree with that point, you know, about just when you've been through stuff, sometimes it's just like, you, you know, that you can go on, like it sucks right now, but I've been through worse. So (laughs) (laughs) if I can survive that, I can survive this and I'm gonna figure it out. Um, And then also I'm really thankful. I would say for me personally, um, I'm thankful for my dad because anybody who knows my dad knows he's like the king of constructive criticism okay oh yeah (laughs) you want the real you ask him (laughs) exactly and so i think just growing up with him as my dad also you know when something doesn't necessarily go my way it has helped me to be able to separate my emotions from what I'm going through sometimes so I can get to the lesson faster. Um, I need so to I can, meet him. Yeah. Look. <laughs> he could do a whole class. Um, <laughs> he, he really could. He could He could do a whole class. She has um, powerful parents um, and, and her mother and father. And that also, too, is, is a part of the village. You know, when you're connected to someone that has a connection to another person that's powerful, you're connected now to that person if you make the opportunity to have that connection. So you all know my husband and have your own relationship with him, but he could be my husband all day long. But if you don't make the effort to have your own connection, then what you could learn from him, you don't learn. And it's the same thing, you know, with your kids, Ashley. Um, And and your daughter, Elon, as parents, we learn from other parents, you know? So if you guys are a part of my village as women, you're also a part of my village as mothers, if we choose to tap into that. Um, Just like Elon's a newlywed and was going through a single phase for a while and, and Ashley, you're single. And so being able to be that person that can say, you know, this is a second marriage. And if we can do it, you guys can do it that there's somebody out there for you. And just because the relationships of the past didn't work, doesn't mean that there isn't somebody still, you know, there for you. And so I think we all have different areas of our lives that if we choose to tap into the whole of who the person is, then we really, that's when it really is real. And that's been the beauty of, of what we've built. And so it's made me think about, um, wanting advice from you guys on being overwhelmed. So when you're overwhelmed, what do you do? Um, what's, what's your outlet? What, you know, even if it isn't necessarily considered positive, you know, just being real about this quote unquote balancing act, you know, that we do. Uh, recently I heard a quote that says, it's not a balancing act because it's never balanced. (laughs) And so you have to be real about that. It's going to never be balanced and that um, it truly is an act because what we put out there isn't necessarily what's going on, you know, behind closed doors. So that made me think about being overwhelmed. And, And this is a season where a lot of us came out of more restricted, more, quiet, you know, forced to be inside ways of living 
to back to it full throttle. And um, so what do you guys do? How do you handle the overwhelming sensation? Um, yeah, so this past year, not with all COVID and double pandemic aside, has been hell for me. Whoa. Oh, I'm sorry. And um, I, I dealt with being overwhelmed in most in the most harmful ways. Um, you know, just drank a lot with us being stuck in the house. You know, you drinking more, you like whatever. You know, um, <laughs> five o'clock somewhere. Yeah, right. Like we ain't got nothing else to do. So, and it was just like so normalized too. You get on a Zoom call, happy hour this, happy hour that. Um, it was everywhere. So, like that's how I dealt with it for so long. I had to be real and like. Um, do a lot of like, I guess you would call shadow work, like really get down to the nitty gritty of like who I am, what I really um, want in life, what I want to see in, you know, from my kids, what I want to see from myself. And I realized that I was carrying a whole lot of shit that didn't matter. And once mm -hmm. I started doing that, um, I start to feel less overwhelmed. And so now, you know, when I do get in that space, I'm like, today I'm I'm dog tired, you know, working all day. And I got to take my kids to gymnastics later. <laughs> but, and I'm tired and I'm probably going to complain about it a few more times. Um, but is it overwhelming? No. Would I love to have some help getting them there and not have to sit there for a couple hours? Absolutely. Um, but knowing that, you know, I want my kids to develop new skills and like, like that's um, um, part of my value system. So it helps me to not be overwhelmed. So like I literally, I everything in my life is so intentional from just how I move each move through each day. Um, just really taking the time out to just breathe. I do a lot of journaling um, now. And also, again, like I just take time each day to do something creative. And that helps me from feeling so overwhelmed, whether it's, yeah, I did my own braids out. I, I had to do something with my hands. So that helped me not think about all the craziness that's happening in life. Or if I, um, I paint sometimes, I sketch. So just anything to like take my mind off of like what's happening, but still, feeling like I'm pulling something up out of me and being kind of productive in some sort of way. Uh, I would say for me, a big part of it is now that I'm married, learning that it's okay to fall back on my husband. Um, <laughs> just because. Say that one more time thinking. for the people in the cheap seats. And <laughs> all here. Thank you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is okay <laughs> right. to lean on your spouses. <laughs> yes, yes, and because you get so as a single mother, sometimes you're used to everything being on you. That like it's like now that you have this person here, you have to like readjust almost, and you're like, oh, okay, I do have somebody now that I can kind of depend on. Um, so that's been a big part for me of not feeling overwhelmed. 
But I think also just being okay with everything not getting done and not letting my to-do list, (laughs) you know, stress me out. So it's like, well, if it don't get done today, well, I'll put it on the to-do list tomorrow and hopefully it'll get done then and letting that be that and just accepting that I did the best that I can do today and I'll try again tomorrow. And so... I think that that has helped me a lot because I used to get really stressed when I just didn't get things done. So as we talk about um, the balancing act and how in the definition I recently heard that it is just an act or a front because it's not ever balanced. Um, I know as moms, we tend to put kids and and family and a spouse, if you have one, um, in the forefront of ourselves. But the one thing that I found, which is why I asked you guys about self-care, is if we aren't taking care of ourselves and making sure that we're in the forefront, you can't pour from an empty vessel, right? And so one of the things I've read and studied lately said, whatever the situation is, you have to put butt behind it. And if the blank behind that isn't God, then it's not the right answer. And so, you know, I may be single, but God, I may have four baby daddies, but God, I may have just lost my job, but God. And so when we add in an and there, so I may be single and celibate, but God. So when you think about um, your worst fear or something that you just don't want to end up being. So whatever the situation is, if there's an and, if you put the butt behind it and the blank isn't God, then it's the wrong answer. And so I know both of you are are spiritual um, women. And so as you think about that, as a mom, if you had to say what your biggest fear is and you fill in the blank with but God, just saying those together, I think is a powerful thing. So as a mom, what would you put in the blank that you need to remind yourself but God? This one is hard. I know for me, um, 2020 brought about a lot of change. And a part of that change was seeking a Christian counselor. And through working with her, the main fear I went in with was becoming my mom. Um, And not that my mom is a horrible individual. That's not what I'm saying. But how I wanted to parent my children just looked a lot different. Um, than how I was parented and um, wanting to unconditionally love them for a lifetime, you know, not just a season. How how do you do that? And so I walked out of that being released from that fear because my counselor made it plain that you're not her. You're not anybody else. You're CJ. And that simple truth just freed me, you know, of so many things. But for the longest, you know, it was being a bad mother or not having that lifelong um, 
relationship with my kids was my biggest fear. And so what I had to realize was if I became the worst parent ever and lost my relationship with my kids, but God, you know, at the end of the day, you know, that's, that's my source and and who I have. So maybe that just makes it a little more plain um, for you guys. I would say for me, um, one of my biggest fears, especially since I had a girl, was, was not be able to have a relationship where we could talk. Um, so growing up with my mom, I don't feel like I got really close to my mom until I was actually older and more of an adult. And right. I feel like there were things that I went through had I had a better relationship with her when I was younger. Not that it was like horrible or anything, but that that element wasn't there. Right. Um, so there may have been some things that I would have done different uh, had I been able to talk to her more. Um, right. And so that was a big fear for me with uh, my daughter is I wanted I, that was something that I definitely wanted to have for us, but I didn't know how to get there, how to make sure that that element was there. Um, and so I, I do think that too, you know, to what you said, but God, especially with me, um, you know, getting more into my faith, a lot of times I don't, I, I, I feel like we're going in a good direction. Um, but, um, a lot of times, like most of it comes from me just praying in the morning. And that's one of the main things that I pray for is, you know, just help me be the, the best mother that I can be and the best, the mother that she needs me to be. Right. And just trusting that that prayer is going through and he's going to tell me how the spirits, my Holy Spirit is going to talk to me in the moment and help me do the right I need to do so I can, you know, smother for her. So, yeah, that's real. I, I kind of share a similar experience with my mother. So thank you for sharing that because I didn't get close to her. And that is something that I want for my kids is for them to feel open um, to communicate. But I know with my like biggest fear, um, I would say it would be not really being able to figure out like what my purpose is, like not um, not just to be a mother or not like I, I want to be able to really um, know what my purpose is in building the kingdom and able to actually pursue it. <laughs> so, right. Um, but God, and I'm like stepping every day, you know, to try to, like you said, talk to the spirit and, and, and figure out, you know, listening in to see, listening for those words that I need to pick up or, or what. Um, but that is like something I think about often and have always thought about since a child is um, what am I called to do? What am I, and am I, am I on the right path to, to doing that? And also knowing that that changes, mm. you know, we don't have just a singular, yeah, we don't have a singular purpose like we may have an overall theme to our lives 
but we're going to accomplish certain things and then other things be added, you know? So I think sometimes we limit ourselves or, or don't recognize that we're not just here for one thing. That's why we're multifaceted people. Because if all we were here to do is parent, then you wouldn't need a spouse. If all you were here to do was to have a spouse, then you wouldn't need friends. If you were just a friend, you know, so we tend to yeah. look at some things in a plural sense, but look at others from a very individual lens. And so it's finding and accepting the fact that I have this area that is my purpose, but within that, there's going to be certain tasks. So one of the things that I pray daily is, you know, God, what is it that you have for me to do today? And before I go into any major um, life experience change or anything like that, I ask to be released from the assignment once it's complete. Because we are loyal and we will hold on, be the last person to turn the lights out on the last day of the building. And we will hang on until the bitter end. And we have to be okay with being released, you know, or, or looking, you know, for that release. And so um, that's one thing I have come to be okay with because society will make you think if you haven't been somewhere 5, 10, 15 years, you're not loyal. And mm -hmm. that's not loyalty. You know, loyalty has to first be, you know, to self, to family, yeah. you know, to whoever your spiritual guide is, you know, so for us as God, but, you know, whoever it, it is, you know, that you follow, um, honoring that relationship, you know, first so that the other things align. And so... I just want to thank you both for joining um, the podcast today and just being the cheerleaders you are um, in my life and um, to connect with Ashley and learn more about um, Education Freestyle. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook at Education Freestyle. And to learn more about Elon and her multifaceted business, and her relaunch of her cosmetic line coming here soon. Um, you can check her out at um, Pink Monkey Indie. Um, also, I wanted to say, I wanted, I, I need that intro music. That's <laughs> <laughs> So my, my intro music and outro music is a custom beat made by the one and only B Heat Productions out of Texas. Um, he's an amazing um, original crafter of, of music. So whatever you guys need theme music for and you want something original, um, hook up with my guy um be he and you can find him on um instagram and he is always posting um new beats you know that he's working on and so we will close out this episode with um always remember you don't have to give birth to a child to be a part of a parent's journey thanks for joining us and you can find us on facebook at Undone Unbound Restored and on Instagram at Undone Unbound Restored CEO.
Join us next time. Thank you for listening and please tune in again.